Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. And we're back from Vegas, and uh, we've got a lot of stories to tell. Good morning. We were out in Las Vegas from Tuesday to Saturday this past week. We had a fabulous time. We did. Uh, we had uh, we initially went out to see a show that we were supposed to see in late February of 2020, and we all know what was happening then. And <laughs> that was the very beginning of the pandemic because two weeks after we got back, they shut everything down. Yeah, that was uh, the end of February. We went to Will Call to get our tickets, and they were like, yeah, the guys in the band are pretty worried about this flu thing, so they've canceled <laughs> the remaining shows. There wasn't. They, I, don't, I don't think they played a single show. And we were like, huh? Wait, right. What? Is this going to be a real thing? And obviously, we all know that it was a very real thing that uh, affected our lives pretty dramatically there for a couple of years. I'm glad we got out of town and did some traveling before now the monkeypox no, take over. I am not participating <laughs> in monkeypox. If you haven't been watching the news coverage, there it's don't. Just L- don't. Literally. I'm like, you're not gonna get anybody to participate in this anymore. There there this monkeypox thing is not a thing. People won't won't let it be a thing. Oh. But anyways. Just let us live. Yeah, we, we, we did. We saw the Doobie Brothers at uh, Zappos Theater in Planet Hollywood on Wednesday night. And we actually, on a whim, went to see Rod Stewart Friday night at Caesars Palace. We hadn't seen a sh- uh, show at the Forum for a long time there. And Rod the Stewart is a phenomenal entertainer. He's funny. He is charming. Yeah. He was still has the moves at almost 80 years old. 77 now. Um, he did his hits. He did some covers. He had a band of musicians um, that played drums and percussion and danced and sang and played guitar and fiddle and violin that were so talented and so much fun to watch. He had six women that were part of the band that could literally do anything. It they was, could play the drums. They could play guitar. They sang they, mandolin. Yeah, they sang. They danced. They had choreography through the whole thing. They were they were legitimately part of the show, front and center. Yeah, and um, they it was this classic Vegas style show. It was yeah. with like eighties sound, eighties costumes, eighties stage and lights, and it was just so much fun. Right. And uh, by the way, we did get out. We'll chat on more. We got out of Vegas, rather, and kind of to the outskirts. We really got to the outskirts. Uh, more on that in just a few minutes. But the food scene is, uh, first of all, I'm going to tell you this. If if you love that city and you've traveled there and you're wondering about what it's like now, you haven't been there in a, in a little while, because we went in March of last year and the pandemic thing was still rolling and there was people wearing masks and you had to have, they were supposedly had all the plexiglass up at the, at the gambling tables and all of that was still going there on. There was a lot closed. There was no shows. None of that's happening. It's over. Vegas is back. Like in full force. Like 100% <laughs> back where 
Las Vegas Metro, the police department, isn't doing anything. If As long as you're not bothering anybody, it's free reign like it used to be. Which is their MO. Just you know, they- go. Right. So it was fun. It was super fun. It was it was crowded, especially as it got toward the weekend. There was tons of people. Well, there was that EDC festival, which is the Electric Daisy Carnival. Would you like to tell everyone that you considered getting tickets for that I, event? Listen, here here's the deal. I didn't know what that was, and it kept hitting me in uh, my social media feeds. It kept like just pounding me. I was like, it wouldn't go away. It was like this moon pod thing. <laughs> They're trying to sell me these moon pods. I researched them during... Uh, the pandemic, and it's just basically a big beanbag, but they won't leave me alone now. Uh, this EDC carnival, because I search, you know, what's going on in Las Vegas and the surrounding areas a lot, would it wouldn't go away, and I didn't really understand what it was. And it's a young electronic dance party. I mean, it's for young people, I should say. 18 and, plus. Yeah, and it's, it's out at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, which is probably about what? 20, 20 miles from the strip, 20 yeah. minutes. I was going to say 10 to 15 minutes at least once you're on the freeway because we passed it on our way to the Valley of Fire. We went out and did some hiking, but more on that in just a bit. But. Um, so the Electric Dance Carnival is this gigantic outdoor music festival with electric or electric daisy carnival with electric dance music. And it is like probably 18 to 25 year olds. And it starts at 5 p.m. and goes all night long till four in the morning. There were tens of thousands of college-age kids at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, and it ran from the, the Friday night we were there last week, it ran from 5 p.m. to 4 a.m. So the whole strip area was inundated with these kids that were all dressed in these bizarre outfits. Well, it was it's current festival fashion, like... When we used to go to outdoor music festivals 10 years ago, it was like the flower crowns and the, it was very, everything was very boho then. And now it's this like rainbow and psychedelic and like unicorn horns and rhinestones on your face and mesh. Not a lot of clothes. Let, let me ask you this. So is what I'm wondering is, will you see that same type of vibe, if you will, if you go to a outdoor music festival, like let's just say We Fest up in Detroit Lakes. I don't know about We Fest since that's a different genre, since that's country music. Okay, that's what I I'm wondering. I suppose you may see some of it because it is, it's the trendy look. It's that like crazy 80s, 90s fashion. No, um, no, no. But Pe- People did not dress like that at festivals in the 80s. At, well, just the, not festivals, just the look with like the bike shorts and the crop tops and but it was, it was more tops. it was more than that though oh they, i know they had like paint and 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 all of this spray in their hair and they put all this stuff they looked like they were going to like a voodoo ritual in, in the caribbean somewhere they were so fun it was weird i i loved them i mean i did not want to go party with them or go to their music festival until 4 a.m but it was fun to watch it was, them it was bro city there was a lot of dudes, a lot of young dudes that were going out to the carnival to find young girls. They, as a mom, it made me very worried. I was like, maybe we should get a cab out there and just kind of watch these kids and make sure they're safe. It's so crazy that, first of all, I mean, when I said tens of thousands, of, it was Las Vegas Motor Speedway. And when we drove by, headed out to Valley of Fire to do some hiking, 
I couldn't believe. I'm talking, it dwarfed anything that I've seen here in the Midwest. I couldn't believe how many people, and the majority of them, 18 to 25-year-olds. It's crazy. I I was not familiar with it. I had, You had mentioned it last year, like, hey, we should get tickets to that electric daisy carnival. And I was like, I don't know what that is. Look, yeah, I would but, encourage people to look it up. Look up EDC Carnival in Las Vegas. It's something they do every year. Normally, it's it's later in the summer, but the heat, they found, becomes a real issue because, as I mentioned, tens of thousands of young people descend on the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, and everybody that works and lives in Las Vegas does not like these kids, and they don't want them to come to town. All of the cab drivers were like, I'm not going out to the Speedway. I'm not picking those kids half-naked. Getting those right. half-naked kids in my cab. It's just, I mean, it, literally, everybody, because it doesn't pay anything for them. But there's so many of them that they can't get rides back. So they start walking, and they're stranded all oh, over the freeway, you know, over this 10 to 15-mile stretch between downtown and, and 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 the event itself. And they're, they're like, stopping under bridges to find shade. It's it's crazy. It's really kind of scary when it's you think nuts. about it. Like yeah. it, there's a lot of danger yeah. that I don't like as a as a mother. So anyways, that was happening. We did not attend. We did not attend, but just we to got clarify. We got out of town just in time because we were there for one night of it and it was getting ramped up. And when we got up to catch our plane on Saturday morning and we were coming down, it was about seven o'clock we hit the lobby. A lot of these kids were just finally you know, after it ended at 4 a.m., finally, three hours later, getting back Stumbling to downtown. Stumbling their way to bed. Oh, my God. Only to sleep for four or five oh. hours and get up and do it all over again. To be young. It was just bonkers. I couldn't believe it. So that just happened by coincidence, by the way. Right, that we, we were, were out well, there at the same time. So we did our thing. They did theirs. And it was, uh, I, again, a, a very back to normal, a lot of shopping, uh, The food, all the restaurants were back open, the casinos were going full storm, all the regular promotions, all of that stuff was happening again, and you would swear COVID wasn't even a thing. It was nice it was to nice. see the city back like to full strength. The food scene, we figured out a, a new way, because that's one of the big reasons we go, we like the restaurants, right? And we found a bunch of, uh, a, of cool new places. Well, there's always new places. Every time you go there, if it even if, even if your trips are just a few months apart, there will be something new. So we tried um, several. I think all new restaurants everywhere we went. We had was a was a new stop, and we did um, something different. We ordered basically the entire appetizer menu. Well, I like to try a lot of different things, and that's a great way to do it. And so we would just kind of fill the table with appetizers and sample these delightful little dishes. And it was a great way to fuel up, but get to try a lot of things. Right. And I will do that again and again. And then we had some fabulous desserts. Yes. There's Pl- no tonic water left in Las Vegas. I Pl- drank yeah. it all. <laughs> By the way, uh, we did get a chance to get up farther on that north end of the trip and check out our strip. Trip. It is a trip. The north end of the strip and check out the new resort world. And I encourage you to do that because... The way that that casino hotel was designed is going to be what you're going to see in the future. It's it's gorgeous. Oh, it it, it is beautiful, and uh, 
it I I think that that's the way it's it's more clean it's more open it's more bright it's not the old dingy stuff that old Las Vegas if you remember going back 30 or 40 years and I do remember that in the early 90s when I was out there that that's that look is fading and almost gone right that like get inside and you don't know what time of day it right. is you don't know if it's light or dark outside um, resort world has a huge focus on retail and shows and restaurants and there's gambling but it's it's a different vibe than the older casinos like it's, you don't walk into the gambling you walk into the shopping and the restaurants right and it and it, you go look for the casino which is a destination within the yeah, building it's, itself it's absolutely stunning the design and uh, I'm glad we went down the architecture there architecture of, of that building is absolutely beautiful because normally if we're where we stay on that end all the time Venetian Palazzo Trump's down there Caesar's Mirage and by the way disturbing news on the Mirage we'll get to that in a second but I that resort world I think is going to be what it's going to look like from here on out. They tried to bring some of that with Circa to down to the Fremont area, but I don't. I'm not a big fan. I know that people. There are some huge Fremont fans. Not my. That's, that's not my. Not really our vibe. But not that's my jam. No, not my jam down there. Um. So the Mirage, which is uh, 30 years old. I don't, I don't I even think, know. I the think exact it's been name. there for for three decades. Um. It's right in the middle of the Strip. It is a landmark. Of course, Siegfried and Roy were there uh, with their tiger show forever. And um, they've got the volcano show every night and this beautiful like waterfalls and fountains. And they're tearing it down and building a hard rock hotel. Listen, why? Well, I, I, no, they're I, renovating it. I should. They're not tearing it down. But Doesn't the matter. the Mirage has been such a staple. And we have so many memories there. It's so funny. After one of our Uber drivers told us that they were renovating it and it wouldn't be the mirage and it was going to be a hard rock. We started thinking about the trips that we had taken and like the shows we had seen there. And it's like weird. We've, we have all these memories from this old place. We love be there. Anymore. I, I loved it. Yeah. We've stayed there. We've, we see the Beatles love that Cirque show every time we go. And we did see it again this last time. And it will probably most likely be the last time we see that unless Unless it gets a new home that, yeah. or the Hard Rock picks it up. I, I'd have to believe that that one's going to be moved somewhere or the Hard Rock will pick it up because it's too successful. It's so good. It's, and, and, they, and they change it constantly. That's why you can go back and see it again. It's the best. It so is. the Mirage, the we took a bunch of pictures of the, um, the Strip skyline because they're starting the demo and renovation this summer. It's... So it's it will not, change very soon. Because that was such a staple right there by Caesars. If you know what it's like to walk on that side of the strip by the Mirage, the view, right? It's it was beautiful. that volcano with the water and the dolphins. And it just, I can't imagine what it will be like without it. I know. It's, it's going to change the whole face of it. It is going to, it's going to change it a lot. And I know the strip changes and that's part of the. Right. Oh, constantly. That's part of the appeal and the magic of Las Vegas is it's always changing. Unless but... you're right there in the middle of that area. There's a dirty part, which I well, I, I call it the dirty part. It's not really dirty. but It is dirty. Between Harrah's and then you work your way up. You're down, I should say. And you get by Flamingo and you get through Link and all that stuff. Not a big fan. Then you get back up to Aria in that area and it starts to get cool again. By the way, Aria is fantastic. We, did, we, we, we spent some time there. We did. We yeah. had your birthday dinner there. Yeah. We went to see the interactive Van Gogh exhibit, which I loved. 
It was immersive, not really interactive. Oh yeah, immersive. <laughs> interactive. Wrong, you don't. Yeah, we know. Wrong buzzword. They did not get. They did not encourage people to get involved. No, an immersive Van Gogh exhibit, which I thought was incredible. It was excellent. Yeah, is what you 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 literally walk into a room and somebody somewhere digitally mastered this presentation like this almost t- like an IMAX 3D type except for not but it's all around you in this huge room and it's about a 35 minute show and you just go in there and you sit down and you watch and it's kind of progressive with with the work that he did through his short and tragic life but it's all digital yeah. and then there's music to go with it and the transitions between the paintings they almost all just become one yeah it's great and it was just super cool so we, it, we also did that yeah that was fun so between the shows and we hit a lot of them and and the food vegas the strip that area 100 percent back it, you i mean it looks like it did you know three years ago Last Friday morning, we got up and strapped on our OnCloud sneakers yeah, and uh, our Lululemon shorts, and we headed to the Valley of Fire. We did. Which is a, a state park, or is it a national park? Uh, What's your mug say? Your coffee mug has- State. State park. Thank you. Because I did buy a t-shirt and a coffee well, mug. Well, of course. Because I'm- I, I, You're a hiker. Right. Well, I am now. <laughs> If you've never had a chance to venture out there, though, I'm telling you, do it. If you like to get out and move around, it's like living. It's like once you get out to Valley of Fire, it, it's like you're in a different world. It's like you're living in a science fiction movie. It's amazing. It is incredible. And uh, you had a friend or have a friend or now we have a friend. She's my friend, too, now uh, who lives in Las Vegas. Yeah. And she acted as our concierge yeah. for the day. And she picked us up at our hotel and drove us out to the Valley of Fire um, and then she was like our photographer. <laughs> right, right. She's so she put cool. together a fantastic video montage of some of the stuff we were doing while we were out there. And man, I next time we go back, I I will, I think I'll, I'll go out there every time we're out there. It is it's beautiful. Amazing. You would never know. And it's funny that we've been to Vegas so many times and never gone out there. That's because we were hungover. <laughs> Yeah, we, we were. We were overindulging. We were hungover, and the thought of hiking would would have like made my head explode. But right. Um. So we spent like half a day at the Valley of Fire, and and it was these stunning views. And it starts. Um, the landscape changes as you get further into the park. Yeah. And the rock color changes. And fun fact, thanks to Terry for taking us into the visitor center because I learned that 500 million years ago. Valley of Fire was a uh, ocean bed. A sea bed, indeed. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Was like, here, kids, let's learn a little bit about this place. And, and I'm glad we did. And it's strange because, uh, you know, after being out in the Mojave Desert when we used to train there, when I was in the Marine Corps, I mean, we were taught, like, if you get stuck out here with without water, you're not, you're dead, like, quick, real quick. You're going to last hours. That's it. You're, you're going to be done. And there's animals. Like, we ran into these bighorn sheep. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and apparently they get most of their moisture when it's not raining. And they go these lengthy periods without any water. They get it from, the obvi- obviously, the vegetation, which is limited out there as well. But looking at them, I was like. How do you live out here, Yes. Guys? I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is insane. Because a lot of them, gophers, rats, and lizards. Lots of lizards. And we found 
the singular bird feeder in Las Vegas at the Valley of Fire State Park. That was at the, at visitor, the visitor center. center. They had a bird feeder. <laughs> I should have shot some video out there. I and did. You were actually. like, people are looking. I'm not going to. I'm not going to go out there and do my own bird thing. <laughs> are you kidding me? But it was, uh, yeah. The, the, I, I would encourage people to get out there. I really would. It's just. It's amazing, and it's like one of the wonders of the world. It's absolutely stunning, and if you are drawn to that kind of thing, there's also, which we have on our list for our next trip, uh, the Lake Mead Recreational Area, which is in Boulder City where the Hoover Dam is, and then there is um, Red Rock Canyon Recreational Area, which is another hiking spot in Summerlin, which is uh, just about 20 minutes from the Strip. So there is things to do in Las Vegas that are not gambling and drinking giant margaritas right by the way we went up to summerland that uh summerland that afternoon after we got back from valley of fire and uh we had lunch at a place up there i believe it was called cafe leon yes in tivoli village by the way summerland is a fantastic suburb i would call it of las vegas and it is probably about 15 20 minutes out away from the actual downtown area and it is beautiful it is i would say like Edina is to Minneapolis. Yes. It's gorgeous. But in, it's nestled at the foot of the mountains. Yeah. And from high up, you can see the lights of the Las Vegas Strip. So it's got some right. cool uh, land features, too. And, but right. it's expensive. And, and the association fees are enough to where they have grass. <laughs> They, they have some like, trees, like real, trees, like real grass, because in a lot of the parts of uh, Vegas and Southwest United States, you'll find AstroTurf or just rock and pavers because they don't want to maintain because of the water issues, mm-hmm. obviously. Right. But it was cool to get out away from the strip and see what it's like to actually well, not see what it's like, but to see the places where people actually live. Well, you and Las I, Vegas. right. We were thinking, I mean, I just at some point. I would like to have a warm getaway spot, whether it be a condominium, whether it be a a small home, something like that in that part of the country. And I obviously I'm not a professional athlete or a celebrity and I'm not going to live in a penthouse on the strip downtown. That would that would get old very quickly without unless you're unless you're a 25 year old. You know, right? And you're you're playing for the Raiders, or you have like a driver to take you everywhere <laughs> right, you want to go. Right? Yeah, no, I. But I not would... only that, you just don't want it. You, you can't live. No, no, on the strip. No, so, like again. So we wanted to see actual residences right. and and housing and what that looks like. Because this, it, the city is like any other place, actually has a population, and and people that live people live there live there, and that's their home. And then if you get away from that downtown and you get away from the strip and you drive out, you know, a half hour and you get in these surrounding areas, it's beautiful. It is. It is absolutely beautiful. And they have, uh, they've got some, they've got, well, I would say there's a great appeal mm-hmm. <laughs> because, you know, a lot of times when you think Southwest United States and you're, people get this vision in their head of Las Vegas and the area around there. And they think all they think of is that big entertainment and the strip and the lights and all that, but it, ha- it has so much more to offer. Yeah, there's some it nice, really does, nice huh? communities very close by. So I would consider looking at some of those suburbs for a place, mm-hmm. too. I mean, I, I like that area. Again, there's so much to do. You don't have to spend your time slugging down margaritas <laughs> at you know, on, on the strip. Not that there's anything wrong with that. 
because I know a lot of people like to go down there and gamble and, do, and, and drink and do that type of thing. But if you want to get out, I mean, if you're active and you want to move, there's plenty to do there. There really is. By the way, speaking of margaritas, since we have been sharing about our sober, curious lifestyle, we did stay alcohol-free in Las Vegas. <laughs> Which was a different experience. Yeah, it was. It was but I actually preferred it I didn't, because well, I didn't feel like yeah. crap the whole time. Yeah, but well, we, we haven't. I mean, honestly, I mean, we're... I don't need alcohol to have a good time and neither do you. So I think we had out, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't that big of an issue because we go for the food and the shows yes, and, and everything else. But, but I used to drink a lot when we went there. Oh yeah. Full well, disclosure. I, I, I mean, think you can, I think you can easily get, you know, so it was a different experience. It was. Drink a lot of tonic water and lime. There's not a big mocktail scene in Las Vegas. I was expecting like all these beautiful mocktails. With, I didn't see one. Um, I tried to order some cocktails alcohol free at a couple of places and they were like oh we can't do that and i was like okay just tonic yeah, water then right uh which is fine right, right it's right. It, it's totally fine um but a different experience to, it was to, to be in las vegas um alcohol free it was i mean a very different experience i liked it yeah well i know but i'm just saying it's it's you you see more and you do a lot more things yeah. because if, if you're listen i've been to las vegas i have been there where you get up at you know the crack of dawn, and you're just right back in. You it. stop at Walgreens for a Bud Light Chalada. <laughs> I have. Right, I know. I've been there where you're into the wine by noon. Oof. You got the, you're into the cocktails by dinner time, and by the time you go to bed at night, you don't even remember what you did all day. <laughs> right? I've been there. I know that that, and that's you know that's part of Vegas. That's that they want you. Yes, they to do. be like that because you you spend a lot more money on crazy stuff, but. No, we, we were out and, and more active, and uh, we put on a lot of miles. Yes, we did. The first couple of days there, because we got we got in early, 9 o'clock on Tuesday morning, because we left super early. That's one of the things I love to do, because then you have that whole first day. Yeah. The first two days, we put about 30 miles on, on foot, walking, just, and the, we always do that. And though. the first day was great, because I had a new pair of OnCloud sneakers from Jay Long's on. And then the second day, I was like, well, I'm going to wear some sandals because it's going to be really hot today. And I shredded my feet. Like, Why? Giant cuts across the top from my sandals. Speaking, speaking of the stuff, uh, some of our athleisure from Jay Long's, Viore, Cloud, and Lululemon. That was like your uniform that the whole was, time. That was my uniform the whole time I was in Vegas and traveling as well. Unless we went out to dinner or a show or anything like that. Then I put some of the, uh, you know what? Else I discovered it was great for that type of warm temperature was those new grace and polos that I have. If you're not familiar with them, again, Jay Long's Madison Avenue here in Mankato. It's a new golf style shirt. Super lightweight, very comfortable, very breathable, and super classy. The patterns are gonna sell the whole They're thing. So the patterns are so yeah. fun. And if you want to um see some of our outfits <laughs> Search our. You were like a Lululemon model I, when we were in the Valley of Fire. I did have a very cute Lululemon set, so it's like a matching sports bra and shorts. And um, I got hooked up at Jay Long's, and I was definitely feeling very Instagrammy yeah. in the Valley of Fire. If you're in Vegas, you have to be comfortable yet stylish. Yeah, that's true. That's the way you go and that's to Vegas. Pretty much the vibe at Jay Long's. It is. It really. is. Really. By the way. Quick note, uh, I was looking for a new pair of dress shoes a few months back, and Aaron turned me on to a 
brand of shoe called Martin Digman. And when you and I got out of the Doobie Brothers 50th anniversary show on Wednesday night, I was like, we're never getting a cab or an Uber because I don't want to get in that line. Let's walk back. It's going to be about probably a 30 or 40 minute walk down the strip. But I was wearing my Martin Dingman, which are a a little bit more of a dress shoe, but they just slip on. You don't have to tie them. They look classy. You could wear them with anything, right? I walked all the way down the strip. I mean, I'm talking, I'll bet it was... I'll bet it was four four or five miles. It's got to be. And I forgot that I was wearing them. They're that comfortable. I'm not kidding. Which is huge. It was amazing. If you can find a shoe that you can walk in like that. A dress style shoe. And be dressed up. That's huge. Martin Dingman. Go to Jay Long's and look for him. Check him out. I'm telling you. Well, anyways, I was set for Vegas thanks to Aaron and Matt up at Jay Long's. It was awesome. It was a a good time. And uh, even Terry... Our, our friend in Las Vegas who took us out to the Valley of Fire commented on how agile you were <laughs> well, going up and down the rocks at you know, Valley of Fire. I can't wait to talk to Brett when I see him this week because... Your per- personal trainer right, at JP Fitness. Right. I've been, I've been on this journey. And I've said, when I got out of radio after almost three decades, I was like, this is it. I'm not doing this anymore to my body. And when, I, when, I, when you say that, well, how hard is that on your body? It's just the lifestyle that I was leading. There was a lot. I mean, it seems like everything you do in broadcast revolves around drinking and just doing that. There's a lot of of sitting, a lot of drinking, and a lot of eating crap. (laughs) A lot of sedentary lifestyle, a lot of drinking alcohol, and a lot of just not necessarily healthy food. I said I was going to change those things, and the first person I would go see would be John Jameson. I said that on the air for years. Sure enough. A couple of weeks after I hung it up, I went and seen John, got hooked up with a personal trainer, uh, Brett. Uh, if you if you want to go in there and, you want, and you're want serious about your health and fitness, I'm telling you, a personal trainer is a game changer. Now, there's a lot of people that will come at me like this. Well, I don't need a personal trainer. You get me into the gym, and I'll just work on all that stuff by myself. That is not, that is not what I'm talking about. Is what he has helped me do is become more mobile. And, and get my agility back and then working on my strength definition and all that other stuff. And when Terry commented on that, I couldn't, I didn't realize how agile I had gotten in just a couple of months. And still I started huffing it up those rocks and hiking through the canyons. And I was you like, you were like a goat. Literally, literally. And I was like, I, I wouldn't have been able to do this. Right. And it's just going to improve over the next. I can't wait. I said, I said this to you while we were out there. I was like, my God, I feel great. And I'm being able to move. I mean, I feel like I'm 10 years. 15 years younger than I actually am. And I was like, I-, I cannot wait to come back out here in six months or a year and see how much, how far I've come then. It's huge. That's well, Jay Long or Jay Long's obviously for the entire war, <laughs> but JP fitness is something you, you do the, cl- you love the classes in the morning. I love the classes. I'm in the 5am class most weekday mornings and uh, it's a great mix of cardio and strength. Um, and a really awesome, supportive community. I'm telling you this, and especially if you're if you're younger and you feel invincible and you haven't faced mortality yet in your head, the young guys, I'm talking to you, <laughs> make the investment in taking care of yourself. I'm serious. If you, you will not regret it. If you spend a hundred bucks or a hundred and fifty bucks in the bars on a weekend, and I you could easily that, that's one night right? Literally, seriously, take some of that and make the investment into your health, right? Seriously, your health and fitness, you will not regret it. You will be light years ahead of guys that are your same age in a couple of decades from now. And it'll all be because you made the decision when you were younger 
to take care of yourself, and that is becoming a thing. Listen. It is. I'm telling you. George, he is older and wiser. Make the investment. <laughs> well, what? I, mean, I know. I know. I'm not. They invest in some of the craziest things. You know, like oh, I gotta have this car. I gotta have. I gotta have this phone. I have to have this uh, sound system or whatever. Right? And I'm like, dude. Oh, listen. It's peanuts compared to what you spend on some of that other stuff. Invest in your health and fitness, and do it right. It'll pay off. And hang out with other people that are like minded and serious about it, and understand where you want to get. So there you go. And it's paid off. It paid. It paid dividends while I was out mm-hmm. there. It really does. Looking forward to it. So I can't wait to see what's on uh, next on our travel list as we uh, head into the busy summer months. Well, I think we're gonna hit up some more hiking destinations. We're gonna. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to bring the kiddos out the here. The kids too. are gonna be like, "Ooh, hiking." Honestly, <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. They might enjoy that, but we got to get them to a water park. We have to yes. do something fun. Yes, and we'll have to document. Now we'll start it. doing summer plans now that we're approaching Memorial <laughs> Day weekend. Here it comes. Here comes summer. I can't believe it. This week, by the way, Clara's last day of school is tomorrow. Yes, I know what's last day of school is next week. I have to go to her bike parade. Well, what we'll we'll get that done, and that's uh in the morning, and then she just comes home and look She's out. On summer break. Look out. <sighs> so I can't wait to update you as to what's going on. <laughs> we'll be back with a new episode tomorrow morning at six a.m.